Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome back. Uh, it is Wednesday, April 26th. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying your week so far. And, um, don't know what the weather's like for you right now, the week we're recording this. Um, it's supposed to be beautiful. It's beautiful today and, and it's supposed to be up to 80 this weekend. So that spring, summer weather is here. So hopefully that carries through for the next couple weeks and that you can look outside and then see the beautiful weather. Um, tulip time's coming up for those of you in the Holland area. We're about a month away from that, a little less than that, actually, when you hear this. So wow. We're, you know, it, spring is in the air and it's, a, it's an exciting time. So, well, we on Wednesdays, uh, we like to hear from our guests about kind of how they're connected um, to the body of Christ, whether it's the Victory Point um, family uh, or maybe the community as a whole. Just how are you using the gifts God's given you to help the kingdom? So you guys want to share? Um, well, like I said before, we've been at Victory Point for about a year, so we're still kind of figuring out our way through. Um, really, really, really thankful for the ways that um, our kids have been supported through the kids yeah. group. And um, we have been part of a journey group that's been, um, we're starting at MC and just learning to figure out what that looks like um, yeah. in terms of figuring out what, what God's calling our group to really focus on as a missional community, both being like looking up and then looking in and looking out. Um, so that's something that we're praying about and really seeking to look look into and what, what God's doing. Um, I have a prayer partner at Kids Hope. Um, okay. I'm not actually the one with the kid, but I'm doing the prayer partner because okay. that's something I can do right now and yeah. um, really love to be able to support my friend in doing that. Um, and then personally, I... A lot of what we do on a daily basis is discipling our kids, yes. um, doing daily daily discipleship. And so, um, but I also really appreciate being able to support and encourage other moms with texting or yeah. praying with them and going back and forth with them. So that's been, that's kind of the role that I often play in our family. Okay. Yeah. And uh, for my for my part, um, the past week, so, uh, yesterday we talked about uh, being you know, courageous and yeah. more intentional, yeah, who we are as a disciple. Yeah. And we, we met this new um, kind of, not really neighbor, but some, someone that we actually you know, got to know while we were hiking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And actually, you know, Crystal actually engaged with them first. Then later, actually, the whole family get together outdoor. We actually hiked together. Yeah. And uh, um, so the, the husband, of that uh, family, um, so we actually, you know, struck some good conversation about yeah. God and stuff. Yeah, and um, and he talked about um, how thankful and blessed he is every day because he's given a new day when he wakes up in the morning. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he's just so thankful for to only that part, which is quite amazing to me that, to hear something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I just felt very blessed to to get to know him, and we actually started to actually engaging like a lot of you know um, text okay. texting together yeah. to you know, offer prayers to each other. Yeah. yeah, and we have been actually doing it um, for past week, and yeah, yeah, it's been amazing. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, I think you guys touched on two important areas of discipleship. I mean, we talk about you know we need to 
be like Jesus, do the things he did, and we need to uh, work on growing disciples as we grow ourselves as disciples. But um, oftentimes we think, oh, man, we have to go all the way to Tanzania. Um, to do that. But, you know, you right now, the, the two of you, your most important disciple makers, disciples you are making are your kids. Um, and don't ever underestimate that um, because they're, they're going to look to you um, they're going to hear what you say and do what you do. And, mm-hmm. and uh, there will come a point in time, trust me, I know this with my own kids, where they're out on their own. Um, and so it's such an important job. Um, so don't ever underestimate the role you play as disciple makers in your own kids. Um, and then also I think another one, you talked about your neighborhoods. And um, I'm very much a, an introvert, so that's hard for me. But um, <laughs> Chris will shake Definitely. her head too. So. <laughs> but, um, you know, the people, God has put, you in the place you are living now uh, to be intentional. And for you two in particular, you have some pretty rough neighbors. I mean, there's this family called the Yants and this family called the Crawfords that live in your neighborhood. Right next door. Next door, yeah. Two doors down. I mean, talk about needing to, you know, pray for your neighbors. And (laughs) just uh, for those of you who don't know, Pastor Matt Yant and Pastor Kevin Crawford are their neighbors. So they are decent people. They're okay. (laughs) They're amazing. We're very thankful to be able to be together. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, but that's, you know, not only do you have one pastor in your neighbor looking up on you, but you have two. And that's, you know, um, I know some realtors if you want to. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Anyways, but just, you know, being intentional about discipling, making um, relationships with your neighbors. That's a great, a great way to do that. Mm -hmm. So, St. Mark is really intentional about praying with people at work too, which is oh, one of the yeah. bonuses of Zoom calls and being working from okay. home a lot these days is that you can have those conversations and have for times when it's just the two of you. Yeah. Um, but it's been fun to see him the past couple of years really grow in that ability to just be able to pray for his coworkers and yeah. share that's, what that's he's been a, learning yeah. in the word. Praise so. the Lord. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, thank you for sharing those things. And um, I think, yeah, we just need to look for where God's calling us, you know, in our daily lives and um, and just be responsive to that call. So, well, today we're going to, um, we're going to continue with Matthew 16, but we're actually, actually going to jump ahead to a few smaller, pa- uh, to other, pa- a few, sorry, to two other passages that also tie into what we're talking about in Matthew 16, 21 through 23. So um, saying Mark and Crystal are going to kind of tag team on this. We have Matthew 16, 21 through 23, then Matthew 17, 22 to 23, and then Matthew 20, 17 through 19. So go ahead and take it away. All right, Matthew 16, 21 to 23. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, and that he must be killed, and on the third day he be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Okay, and then seventeen twenty-two through 23. When they came together in Galilee, he said to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of man. They will kill him, and on the third day he will be raised to life. And the disciples were filled with grief. Good. And then finally, 20, 17 through 19. Now as Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the twelve disciples aside and said to them, We are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be betrayed to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will turn him over to the Gentiles to be mocked 
and flogged and crucified. On the third day, he will be raised to life. Well, thank you for for sharing that. So we have three different passages, all basically doing the same thing. Jesus saying to his disciples, look, here's the reality. My time is coming, coming soon, where I will be turned over to the authorities. I'll be um, beaten. I'll be, um, you know, flogged, all the different things. And eventually I'm going to die. That's just what's going to happen. It has to happen. But don't worry, because three days later, I will come back to life. Um, so why do you think that Jesus in these three short passages close together, why do you think he is having the same conversation three different times? What do you guys think? I just find it funny that here is Peter who was just revealed to him that he's, this is the son of God. Yeah. Um, and then he's turned around and say, wait, this isn't how it's supposed to go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know how this is supposed to work and this is not it. Um, don't, and then say, or Jesus was basically like, you're, don't be a stumbling block. You know, this not like, oh, let me just, you know, take you aside and encourage you. But it's just, this is how things have to go. And yeah. this is going to be hard. And I need you to support me or I need you to be understanding of what's happening. And it seems like they just don't get it because it keeps happening. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps saying it over yeah. and over and over. Yeah. But that's also a very hard part for the, as a human being, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, we have a tendency to, you know, to kind of take care of others. And, you know, um, you know, you, you, you know, when you love somebody, you want them to be, you know, well-being instead of the going, you know, hardship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I bet you know, Peter thought about more the human side of his, yeah, that, oh, yeah, yeah please don't do it because I love you. I don't want you to get harmed. But, well, that's not my plan. That's not God's will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think, especially with Peter, it's interesting because, you know, yesterday we read about how Jesus is going to build his rock on Peter. Peter, mm-hmm. you're the, you know, Simon now, Peter. Um, and now he's basically saying to Peter, get behind me, Satan. Right, mm-hmm. and so it was like I'm going to build my church, and, and I think, but I think, um, I think Jesus in doing that is is trying to really reaffirm um, to the disciples, to Peter in particular, that I I have to go through this. Yeah, it'd be great to just you know ride off into the sunset, but no, no, it, to try to say anything other um, would be to fulfill Satan's plan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Yeah, I, so I think maybe that's part of why he's saying over and over again to really kind of get through to the disciples that this is going to happen and it's okay that it's going to happen. Um, it's also interesting as I read the three passages, you know, it, you kind of see a little bit of them changing their perspective. So the first time um, he says it, they deny it. You know, mm-hmm. Peter says no. The second time in the, the passage in 17 it ends with them uh, being filled with grief Mm -hmm. so they go from denial to grief and then um the third one um they don't really have a comment so maybe they finally accepted the fact or they just they don't record matthew doesn't record the actions but they're slowly starting to get it you know okay this is what has to happen um but later they kind of forgot again because <laughs> they all spread it out. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. After all these times, it does seem like they would yeah. understand yeah. what happened, but uh, we, yeah. we're human and we don't right. we don't make sense of things very well yeah. sometimes. So with this one, I'm very thankful that actually Jesus and God, um, they, you know, like gave us more chance, you know, like yeah. remind us over and over again. Yeah, because yeah. we forget the things. 
casting crowns already there. Um, it's a great, it's a great song. Um, but, uh, yeah. So just, you know, as a reminder that, you know, God knows what's going to happen. Jesus knows. And, um, he, uh, wants us to focus on him and the positive, right. And on, you know, how the story ends. So as we wrap up any last minute thoughts or challenges for yourself or for our listeners, Just a reminder that as we're going through life, like to focus on what our what our hope is, yeah. because Jesus is our hope, and so, um, and even as he was dying, he knew that there was he was going to be conquering life, or conquering death, death yeah. um, and so how much more can we focus on that? And also just that he knows that we need reminders, and he's not just yeah. like leaving us by ourselves, but we have the Holy no, Spirit, exactly. and we have we have his yeah. word and. He will keep telling us the same thing yeah. until we get it. Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yes. Yeah. Well, good. Well, thank you for your thoughts today. And uh, those who listening, again, thanks for joining us. And um, hopefully this was encouraging to you, especially if right now you're going through one of those tough times where you don't really see the positive. Just know that you serve a God who loves you and knows um, how he's going to rescue you in the end. So have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.